Today's gospel in which Jesus calms a raging storm on the Sea of Galilee is one of the most gripping incidents that we hear about from his entire ministry on earth. But let's start with the reality. It is a fact that this salt lake in Galilee, surrounded by hills, suffers from sudden and violent windstorms today, even as it did 2,000 years ago. And the fishing boats, which Jesus and his followers braved the storm in, have been reconstructed recently by archaeologists. They were open skiffs 20 or so feet long with a single sail that must have been hard to manage. Not much protection there against high seas and strong winds. The terror of the disciples is easy to understand, as I know from experience. I grew up near the water and spent my summers on small sailboats. And one afternoon, in calm waters, a violent squall, almost a hurricane, suddenly swept down on my boat, which was about 75 feet from a rocky shore. I have never in my life had such a sense of the world exploding into violence, destruction, and chaos as the wind swept me towards the rocks. For the disciples of Jesus in an open boat, the immediate danger is the enormous waves crashing over the sides and swamping them until they are about to sink. They call on Jesus to rescue them, and he does. The waves become still and the seas are calm. But as the disciples remembered this incident afterward and passed it down to us, they came to understand that besides caring for their safety, Jesus was giving them a sign, a teaching. And as is usual with the signs of Jesus, this one pointed in two directions. The first was about what God was doing, which is directly reflected in what Jesus himself does. And the second direction is toward us and shows us something absolutely fundamental about how we should live every day. The first point. In commanding the wind and waves to be calm, Jesus himself does what God in the Old Testament is repeatedly pictured as doing. Jesus shows he is God's own self come into the world by doing what God does. For example, in today's Psalm 107 about men at sea, they cried to the Lord in their distress. God hushed the storm to a gentle breeze and the billows of the sea were stilled. The psalmists and prophets of Israel came to know a God who calmed storms, not just those of the weather, but the destructive powers of warfare and of human violence generally. The God they came to know created an ordered world and cared for it and gave guidance to his people for living within it according to norms of peace 
and order and justice, the Torah. In calming the storm on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus is giving one more sign about who he is, the son of a just and loving God come into the world for our salvation. The disciples are beginning to understand this at the end of today's gospel when they ask, who then is this that even the wind and sea obey him? Their own scripture would give the answer, Jesus is God. But with this sign, Jesus also points in a second direction to us who have heard this sign through the recounting of the disciples. Now listen to what the disciples say to Jesus as the waves crash over the gunnels and fill the boat with water. Don't you care that we are perishing? How true to life. And who of us, speaking honestly in the midst of our own storms of sickness or pain or grief or danger, has not said to God, don't you care? Why don't you make this right now? Already here, the disciples in their desperation are addressing the question to Jesus as God, as the Almighty, the creator and sustainer of all, who could set this right if he willed to do so. And then Jesus gives them and us an answer in the form of a question. Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? Faith. Faith is the key. And the word faith Jesus uses here, the word that is repeated again and again in the New Testament, the word is pistis. And fundamentally, it means trust. Of course, it comes to include the idea of assent by our minds to particular teachings of having faith in the truth. But the primary meaning is trust. Trust in God as sustainer and savior and redeemer. Trust that somehow God, in a way we cannot ever understand, is at work in our world and will set all things right in the end. This is the bedrock of faith. This is the beginning point of the spiritual life. Our life is full of storms, conflicts, fears, griefs. There's what comes on us like this sudden storm at sea and also all that we make ourselves out of our own blindness and ill will and bad habits. There is the stormy, restless anxiety in our own hearts, the turbulent memories that nag us from the past. And so it is easy to doubt whether God cares for us and whether God truly is active in the world and moves all things according to his will it can be hard to trust in God. But this trust is the faith on which everything in our life depends. This is the faith that recognizes who God is 
and who we are. This is the faith at the root not only of blessedness, but even of sanity. Thinking back over my own experience with the squall that threatened to crash my little boat on the rocks, I have to confess that in my terror, I did not yet have faith. I rushed about bringing the boat up into the wind and furling the sails. So far, so good. In our own storms, we must always do our part. But when the wind and the seas became calm and I was safe, I thought I had just been lucky. With the eyes of faith, I now see differently. God, in his mercy, allowed me to live another day and gave me the opportunity to grow in trust. Trust in God is the key to everything. And there is a saying attributed to St. Augustine that captures the essence of this trust. You may have heard it, but it bears repeating often. It's this. Trust the past to God's mercy. Trust the present to God's love. Trust the future to God's providence. Trust the past to God's mercy. Trust the present to God's love. Trust the future to God's providence. Trust the past to God's mercy. Trust the present to God's love. Trust the future to God's providence. Amen. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please consider supporting us by visiting stpaulparish.org. That's stpaulparish.org. God bless and see you next time.